Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I think I may have stressed about that 49ers game more than any game easily over the last decade where I didn't enjoy... That three hours plus it was at stressful. all. Until the last minute. Not even my team and I was I, nervous about I, it. I couldn't really get in a relaxed groove. Danny G, you've been with me watching a game. I was pacing. I was like stressed out. I couldn't get, I couldn't feel at ease at all. I knew it. In fact, when you did the plunge into your pool afterwards, I thought that was coming because not only is it a tradition for you and your family, but you had so much nervous energy. I'm surprised you didn't do laps back and forth. Rich, so, Rich was so happy he sent Anders Carlson a edible arrangement just to thank him for blowing it. Wait, I, I was pacing around. There were some new people at my house that like, you know, parents of my kids, friends that don't know me that well that must have thought I was a maniac. Rich, you back. should send Anders Carlson... Some good ranchers meat. I think I might. I might. He's a couple steaks. Oh, you want some scallops? No, seriously. Let me tell you, it was the most unenjoyable win because as a Niners fan, you were just uneasy the whole game. It was a nail biter to say the least. And if you don't know what Danny... I was back and forth emotionally, Rich, because it was a part of me. It's like a fight. Sometimes... Sometimes you don't know who you're rooting for, and you just sort of choose someone in the moment. Like, you know, I really had no fighter in this, but I like the undercard vibe of this guy. And you start rooting for this guy, but then a part of me was like, I'm rooting for the the Packers to keep it close to make it a fun game. But then they started to almost feel like they were going to win the game, and I'm like, wait, but I don't think I want them to beat Rich's 49ers. I, mean- I like the 49ers. Oh, man. I, listen, so then that, like, my heart was all over the place. What, what Danny said, I, so my wife and I, my wife's a Packers fan, her family. We have a tradition where whoever's team wins jumps in the pool with their clothes on. It's like a little thing we've done a couple times. Let me tell you, one thing I did realize over the weekend, I was a little buzzing. I was pacing around the house like a maniac. End of the third quarter, I popped a gummy. I was like, I can't take this. Just made me more paranoid. I'm freaking out like a lunatic. Maybe that was why. They win this game. I jump in the pool. It gave me a new perspective on people that do those crazy like ice plunges or ice baths because, I mean, I know it's only like 50 degrees on the weekend here in L.A., but my pool is not heated right now. That was cold as hell, but I felt so alive. Like you got sobered up real Yo, quick. Yo, dude, I sobered up immediately. It made me realize that if you do that every day, those people are lunatics, but I get it. 
based on how I felt for like a few minutes after that. So next time uh, Perfet or somebody here seems lethargic, let's just throw water all over the guy. Cold water. Yeah, dump some, some ice on him. Let's buy some smelling salts for uh, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> best part sleepy. The best part of Rich's vid- post video after the plunge on IG was the little kids that were there. The High-fiving they, they were looking up at Rich and they're like, why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You He's know crazy. As I said to my wife, hopefully I'm creating silly memories for my kids, but if you want to see it, at Rich Davis, I think uh, it's in our Instagram story for Acavino and Rich, but I posted the video of me doing a little victory plunge into the pool with my clothes on, and it was the, like I said, my observation, least enjoyable game. When your team's a heavy favorite and you're like, oh my God, are they going to blow it? And I'll be honest, I did one of the things I was thinking about was facing you guys here on Monday, like <sighs> thinking about the Niners all year, and I'm not a big smack talker. But that doesn't matter. When I your was team, torn, man. I, I was really torn on that game. When it was an emotional game. Listen, when your team loses early on like that, when they're the one seed, even as a fan, even though you had nothing to do with it, I'm not Kyle Shanahan, I'm not Brock Purdy, I'm not Nick Bosa, but there's a sense of embarrassment. Like, oh, I root for a team that stunk. Like, I was I was getting, like, sad in myself about well, it. Let's also give props I was in my to feelings a little the bit. Packers, man. The Packers made it close. What a squad. What a story. Young team. They found their quarterback, no doubt. And you got to give them credit. It's not all about Rich's team, Rich's 49ers. The Packers, man, they fought really tough. But there is a question. The question that makes you go, hmm, hmm, is when you see Brock Purdy, do you say, well, he sort of sucked the whole game, or do you give him credit you know, for coming through I'm when so it glad. mattered? I'm so glad you said that because that is that is the odd Mixed narrative. And I took a couple screenshots of people on social media. Well, please I'm like, do, but people also need to keep in mind that yeah. weather conditions played a part. There's no doubt about it. The announcers were talking about it, and you saw it. He kept wiping his hand, and that goes both ways. I get it, but it definitely affected Purdy. The The weather, the rain, the slippery ball definitely affected him, so you got to keep that in mind when it comes to the criticism. Dude, Brock Purdy, you got to adjust, right? I mean, wet field, wet ball, and I already looked at the weather forecast this weekend in Santa – where are they playing? Santa Clara. Yeah. Clear. Oh, okay. See? So, Good. Thank God. But the narratives you're seeing are like, for instance, here's one. Watching this game with Allen and Mahomes and then seeing Lamar yesterday makes me think, how does Brock Purdy beat any of these dudes? That's from Ryan Clark. And then Richard Sherman writes, I don't know how we hold a second-year quarterback who's gone to the NFC Championship the two years he's been there to the same standard as elite quarterbacks, but gets none of the credit for being 3-1 and one in the playoffs. Like, did, So what's the narrative? Is the narrative, because here's the thing, Brock Purdy stunk it up for three quarters. Missed, I could count about five to ten balls that almost seemed like he usually is pinpoint accurate, just missed, them, missed the passes. But came through when they needed it. But what was Brock Purdy's biggest criticism all year? Well, until I see him come back when it matters, well, what did he do? Came back when it mattered. When it mattered the most. So, Danny G, what's your is your narrative of Brock Purdy like, oh, there it is. He actually played clutch when it mattered. Or, I'm going or, option B on that. I think it was a tough game for everybody. Do you look at it like, wow, Brock Purdy did put together a drive when it mattered? Or you look at it the first three quarters he stunk? It was interesting because early on he had that glove on. And mm-hmm. off. And, and yeah. And he had trouble controlling his passes and then quickly got rid of that glove and then he was accurate. Um, that last drive proved a lot. Even when people were most negative about him, we were like, pump your brakes a little bit. This dude is still a really young guy. Yeah, 252 yards, one tutty, no INTs. Jordan Love. I mean, it should have been one or two INTs through the hands of some Packers. uh, But that doesn't count. You miss it, it's the, you know. Jordan Love threw two interceptions. And again, that was the difference because they win 24-21. What were your observations from that game? I think I speak on behalf of all. All Niners fans, and I and I say that genuinely. I, th- I think I do speak on behalf of every single Niners fan by saying that was the most uneasy game because there was no point in that game where you felt good. Like it really, it was one of those for most of that game until the last minute when McCaffrey punched it in. You really felt like we're going to lose this game. There was a lot of similarities because between the Texans and Baltimore game and Packers 49ers because you had two young teams really bring it. At least the first half. 
And then the second half told a different story with the Ravens. I was wondering, are the 49ers, are they going to put it away the second half? But they still kept it close, man. Yeah. So, you know, some really, really great games. Your thoughts, your observations. And Cove, really quick on the other side of that, I was really upset that Jordan Love forced that last pass. It was almost like a desperation throw, but there was still enough time same in on the Tampa clock. Bay. Same thing with Baker, yeah. Yep, I thought the same thing for both guys who fought so hard all season. You don't want to see it end that way. But the silver lining for both Green Bay and Tampa Bay is that they both found their quarterback. Regardless of how it ended, they both played tough. But that was sad to see. I was sad to see that. Uh, well, for Tampa Jordan needs Love. to show Baker the money. I know. You know, I, I, t- I tell you, that was one of my things that made me go, hmm, one of my observations. I think it's it's pretty cool that Baker Mayfield proved I should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he proved that this weekend where there was the doubt. Listen, he had a weird path here. He fights, man. But I think it's very clear. Yeah, maybe not everyone, you know, listen, we assume that everyone's got to win all the time. Like I'm talking like the championship, the Super Bowl, the World Series, the NBA title. There's only one winner a year. And and that's something we always, not that we forget, but that means everyone except one guy has some work to do. So... Unless you're, unless you got Tom Brady or Mahomes I now, he said that. Did he say that at the press conference or did not Josh Allen say that? Maybe Josh. Oh, no, it was. It was Josh Allen. Like, hey, look, there's only one quarterback that's celebrating at the end. So no matter how far any of these teams go, if they don't win, then yeah, they have to live with that yeah. on the offseason. We're, we're talking about four teams that are left. Guess what, Lamar. Or Mahomes is going to be crying in a week. Only one quarterback right? out of all the, of them the Niners. The Niners are going to be crying, or Detroit's going to be like, well, our story's done. It, it ends for everyone except one team, yep. one quarterback. So when people also talk about, like, is Josh Allen done? Josh Allen done? His guy missed a field goal. He balled, man. He, he balled. Did. I mean, Josh Allen's far from done. But again, Drew Brees won Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers won Super Bowl. Guys like Marino when we were kids, no Super Bowls. Bernie Kosar, you know, there were guys that were, you know, guys that brought their team into the playoffs all the time, but never went. Phillip Rivers, no Jim Super Kelly. Bowls. Jim Kelly. I, we forget that we're so tough on the idea that if you don't win, like you suck. No, you, for, you for real. You just one, right? So your observations, 877 on Fox. The analogy, on the phones. La Reina's here. Dan Byer's spot. The analogy, applies, uh, the analogy applies tonight. I know you're going to start watching the new season of The Bachelor. I'll be watching. There's only one girl that's going to get him. Only one. The other ones are going to go home crying. So again. Look at it that way. Every girl tonight, every hot girl that comes out of the limo and does some awkward like, hi, I'm Jessica, and gives them like a little pendant or something. Yeah, they're all great. They're all, oh, they're some all may go far. They're all hot. They're all sweet. Some of them are going to go home tonight. Only one of them is going to end up with this dude. And all the other ones, no matter how far they go, hometown dates, all this crap, they're all going to cry except one. And you can say the same about NFL quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Without analyzing the game even yet, your first instinct, who's going to be crying next week? Come on, first thought. I think Mahomes. He's crying? He's crying. It's over. Taylor nah, Swift. You know what? I don't know. It's Taylor, Taylor Swift crying really, in the booth. I got to really think about this. Nah, man. Okay. I don't know. All right. To me, I'm torn on that one because I did feel the magic again. Well, that's why I changed my answer. I said I thought the Chiefs were going to win, and they did. All right, so let's go to the phone. Like, does Josh Allen sit out to you? Does Josh Allen suck because he can't no. beat Mahomes? You know, Mahomes arguably a, co- a generational quarterback that like this. Allen doesn't suck. Tyler Bass sucks. No, I'm just kidding. That's the other observation. Again, the fact that two games came down to the kicker. The Packers got to be saying, yeah, if we're praying every time this guy goes out there, and that was the quote, we're praying every time Anders Carlson goes out there because he's had such a tough rookie season. He missed a 41-yard must-have kick. If you're praying every time he goes out there, you need a new kicker. I'm sorry. And that's a pressure-filled situation. It's not easy. I can't do it, but that's why they get paid the big bucks. No one, no one forced them to do it. And then, of course, Tyler Bass, giving everybody Scott Norwood deja vu, missing a 44-yard oh, field goal. That was another observation. Things that made me go, hmm. Wide right again. The words wide right 
oh, like if I was a Buffalo kicker, I would, if I'm going to shank, I'm, I'm like, let me shank it left. <laughs> just <know>. so <laughs> wide right. Oh, painful, brutal. It was and brutal. And then to add insult to injury, he sat down on the bench and one of the helmet heaters was blocking out the B, so it looked like it was just ass. Said ass jersey. <laughs> Tyler ass. Ass. And that went viral, too. Tyler ass. Oh, man. He and turned you know off what? his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame yeah. him. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, and I feel, look, these are young, young, young men we're talking about. And they put themselves to be the hero or the zero, as corny as that sounds, but it's true. But he was hard on himself, mm. and you could see why. It's tough. Can you imagine? Coming down to you, you could be the greatest guy in the world. Hey, Scott Norwood could have been the greatest guy in Buffalo, but instead, no. Nope. And the same thing happened yeah. again to this dude. It's so tough, but that's sports. So tough to see. And you know what made me say, hmm? And that's what makes him a great leader, and that's why he's still your quarterback, and he's still one of the best. Not your quarterback. Buffalo's quarterback. Josh Allen. He was one of the first guys to console him. So he may have to turn off his yeah. social media, but... Josh Allen had his back. His team has his back. That's football. That's how it yeah. is sometimes. Two big games came down to that. So many more observations. Danny, who do we got on the phones? Let me link this up. Who Let's do we got? start with John in Chico, California. Yo, what's up, John? You're on with Cavino and Rich. Your observations. What made you go, hmm, divisional weekend? Well, I'll tell you, Rich, you know, you've, uh, you talk about 49ers fan. I've been a 49ers fan since way before that, and, and I struggled with it all the way up from the Brody years and all that crud in it. I tell you, until 1980, 81, when they won the Super Bowl, and we got to a point where we start to expect it. Well, yesterday, my friends and family know to just to stay away from me on the 49ers games, unless they jump out to an early lead. And that was not the case yesterday. And I get a feeling sometimes you just know that they're going to lose. You just see it. I felt that way halfway through the first quarter. I was a wreck. I was over at my sister's house. And yeah, I so said, you you agree, you agree with me? You agree with me that that was one of the least enjoyable yeah. wins in the last decade or so horrible. for the Niners? I thought it, they were going to blow it. I thought it they were going to blow it too. I, I can't describe. You know what I did, John? To be honest with you. I never do this. I DVR the game on NFL Network because I want to rewatch it, knowing that they win. That way, I, that way, I can sort of skim through it and be like, "All right, what did I not enjoy the first time around?" It because was a nail biter, dude, dude. It was Regardless, a stressful. Do you feel like your favorite team earned that victory? I, I mean, you can well, say they both they, missed key field goals. Well, you, you, got, you got to look at it this way. People will be like, "They didn't win. The Packers lost." It doesn't matter. A W is a W, right? You move on. Like. Very quickly, that game will be forgotten in the, what do they say, the annals of NFL history? That's a weird word for it. But, yes, they say that. Uh, Dan Byer, what's up, man? Is there any sense in your mind as a 49ers fan, as you said, it wasn't enjoying that? Because it wasn't just Brock Purdy. It's also that defense that you wonder, well, why are they did... not getting to Jordan Love? Yes, no, that yes. one sack, right? I think... Debo got hurt, and you, know, you didn't know oh, the severity of that. Yeah, like, I mean, are you concerned as a whole, or are you just like... I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm, I'm attributing, and again, Dan Byer, no excuses. So when I say this, sure. I'm not, like, making excuses, but it was very clear to me who watches the Niners every minute, every week. Brock Purdy, you could say he lacks a lot of things. Accuracy is his strength. He was so uneasy with that rain and the wet ball. Like, it was so blatantly clear to a Niners fan, like, yo, he's off. What the heck? What is going on here? I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about Debo, who, by the way, I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll tell us in our update, saying he's 50-50. He's saying he's okay. Team saying 50-50 chance. Good news today. No fracture no in the fracture. shoulder. So. so Debo's a big one. And I said that on Friday's show. If you remember, Danny, I said, my nightmare is that the Packers could get some momentum if the Niners have a key player go down. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I yeah. called this. You know what surprised my family? Uh, my brother brought it up that how Aaron Jones was ripping off those big runs. First thing he told me was like, man, what is up with this Niners defense? I thought they were better against the run. I mean, I, I know I'm saying something obvious, but next week against the Lions, you're either going to see a really competitive game and maybe the Lions take it. I, but I wouldn't be surprised either if the Niners – are back like they they had three weeks where a lot of these guys didn't play. We talked about the rust, right? I think and Debo is going to be a, a huge factor. You know how healthy he is, how I'm much stressed. he plays. I'm stressed. You out. can see they're not the same team when he's not in. You saw it yesterday, so it was a stressful game regardless. So I, I know exactly how. Or maybe I can't even imagine how you felt because I was stressed out watching. I mean, that. we're going to talk about all four of the games. We'll start talking about this week's championships, but I, I do want to hear your thoughts on Purdy. Sucked or finally proved himself? Like, if the narrative all year was, we've never seen him come from behind. Well, guess what? 
They were down when he needed a touchdown to win the game. What did he do? He led the team on a drive down the field, ate up five minutes of the clock, left Green Bay with nothing. That was what he needed to do, convert some big third downs. I don't know. I, I think that it's he, a, he did what Baker and Love couldn't do over the weekend. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest. At the end when the Packers had a minute seven, I was telling all my friends at my house, I was like, yeah, we're going to overtime. I feel like the Niners defense wasn't stopping that offense. Yeah, you know what, Danny G, that's a really great point. He did. He did exactly what those guys couldn't do, and, and we're still praising them. That's That proves yeah. right there how hard we are but, Brock Purdy. But that gives him a pass, though, because I how? thought Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield were pretty darn good yeah. up until that point. Agreed. So, and, and, but mm-hmm. what's the narrative with them? Like, ah, what a tough way to end it. But, hey, they found their quarterback. Great job. No one expected him to go that far. This guy actually did it, and we're still critical of him. You think he would have got murdered yesterday and today, Purdy, had he oh, fell on man. his face in that last drive? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Jordan Love, I'll tell you, that was the, you know, he had one moment where he looked like a rookie quarterback. Well, not a first year full-time quarterback where he, he looked it. And that was no wide receivers open, first down, instead of just throwing the ball away and saying, all right, second and 10, forcing a ball. If Greenlaw didn't intercept it, I feel like Fred Warner was right behind them to intercept yeah. it too. Yeah, you're so, right. So it's like I thought Gary way, Plummer was there to I, intercept it. I mean, I think Merton Hanks was somewhere around ready to do his little neck shimmy. And if you thought the games were crazy this weekend, man, the matchups coming up are just as tight. Make me just as nervous. 49ers and Lions, matchup player for player, Rich. Ravens Chiefs, I don't even know where I stand on that yet. I got to really think about this, man. Is your initial instinct someone's being disrespected with points? I feel like the Niners are uh, are, are favored a little much. Well, I feel like I feel like seven. Well, I I thought it was going to be under a touchdown, and I thought that to be honest, I think the Ravens I thought would be favored by a little more than three and a half. So my initial thought is the Niners getting a little too much respect based on this week, and I feel like the Ravens not getting enough respect. Your observations from this past weekend in the world of sports life. Something happened to Rich in Costco. He made an observation, made him go, hmm. But I do want to say, too, that it made me say, hmm, that there's a new middleweight champion in the UFC, UFC 297. I understand it was all about football, yeah. but that <laughs> did happen. And Duplessis beat, Duplessis, Duplessis beat Sean Strickland. And my takeaway from that was Sean Strickland kept saying, yeah, I'm the champion for now while it lasts. That's his whole attitude. People are like, why do you always say that? He's like, because someone always loses. No one ever keeps it forever. But I think when you have that reality or just even put that doubt out there in the universe, you're making it more of a reality. Nah, I think he's keeping it real. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a, he's keeping it real. There's an interesting story. People ask Rich and I how we started off in radio. And the truth is a lot of it had to do with we were either too dumb to realize we could fail, which is very possible. Young, hungry, arrogant, like, we can't fail. You and I together on the radio are gold. We were were overly confident that, no, we're going to be awesome. But the truth is, the thought of failure never occurred to us. It never occurred to me. And when Sean Strickland talking about, I mean, yeah, you know, dude, there's a possibility a, I could lose. Oh, well, if, hey, if, if you're a fighter, if guess you're a fighter, he lost every fight. Name a fighter other than Floyd Mayweather Jr. in the in the modern era that doesn't have an L. Every yeah, boxer, wanna, every mixed martial artist, you don't want to be a fighter even thinking about or talking about the possibility that you're gonna lose your well, belt because that's exactly what happened. Oh, you know what? Maybe go home this weekend. This discrepancy with Todd Bowles. Not using Tampa's last time out. And I think people are... SVP. Yeah, a lot of people were questioning that. Yeah, but I, that. I think... Bowles was saying you're just delaying the inevitable. I, I think what happened was Detroit got the ball back. Let, let me give you the exact math. I don't want to be math nerd about it, but what happens is they got the ball back with a minute 30 and one timeout. If you really want to do the math, you kneel on it. They Then they immediately call timeout. Right? Second down, third down, you're taking 40 seconds, 40 seconds. You you could argue that you'd be left with like 10 seconds, but then they'd line up for a field goal or each of those snaps. You know when the quarterback takes two steps back and lets like two seconds run before they kneel? The thinking it is, was, well, if you can do it, why don't you do it? 
No, but what I'm saying, it's a, it's delaying the inevitable. And that's what Todd Bowles And Todd Bowles yeah. is like, do you want? It's like when a team knows they're out of it and they're still calling a timeout. I don't know. I, I'm fine with Todd Bowles doing it. Dan Byer? It was it was all the Lions' problem. They just snapped the ball too quickly. They snapped it with a yeah. minute 33, yep. and instead of letting the full 40 seconds run off, that would have taken you down to to 53 seconds. They snapped it with like a minute seven. Yeah, I, I think for all we know, there was an understanding. Like maybe even the people at the line of scrimmage were like, "Yeah, we're." I mean, maybe like a gentleman's like, "Hey, we're not calling I, the timeout. Just get the game over with." Because if if the Lions knew to not run but, the clock all the way down, I got the instinct that. They were they told like, they, "Hey, we're not going to use the timeout." They wouldn't run a play anyway, you know. Like I, I, I like I get it, but like Detroit still, like in that instance, I don't think can take liberties and say like, "Well, there's an understanding." Yeah, and no. Nobody would have faulted the Buccaneers for calling a timeout today. No, they, no, they they wouldn't. But I, I think like when you when you do the math, and it's like again, if Goff would have taken the ball, taken two steps back, waited three seconds, and then kneeled, they could have got it down to like five seconds, and then on fourth down. Just threw the ball away, you know. Or so it's it's. I don't think it would have made a big difference. But well, people are coming down on top balls, and he. I, I like his explanation. Like, what are you doing? You're delaying the inevitable. That's you basically know. what he said. You know, yeah. The game was over. So we discussed this entire thing without bringing up Jason Kelsey. Congratulations, because I mean he's a living, breathing gif and meme from this weekend. So is he the Rock? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Jason Kelsey's the most supportive brother of all time. Yeah. And it's great to see that there's good dudes out there who nobody gives a hard time for simply rooting on his brother. Everybody knows his loyalty to his team. And it was great to see his excitement this weekend. I, I think it's safe to say that Jason Kelsey, between chugging beers and acting like a fun buffoon in the parking lot, having a, having a good time with the Bills fans, and then rooting against him for his brother, was awesome. Watching Jason Kelsey hold up little kids so that they could get a glimpse and wave at Taylor Swift. With I thought, no shirt on, no less. I, I thought Any that other was... burly dude with no shirt picking up kids is a creep. Jason Kelsey... Got best guy ever. Nicest guy ever. Nicest guy but ever. But Jason Kelsey. We all let, love him. Letting those kids get a little glimpse of T-Swift. I thought that was sweet. You know, and even the fans, you heard them screaming, we wish you were on our team, Jason. Like, yeah, everybody loves love the guy. And so it got me thinking, as we can move on from our observations, this is simply, is Jason Kelsey the rock? And what I mean by that is that for years, when you ask people, in a world of lovers and haters, Politics, sports, life, actors, musicians, bands. For everyone that loves Taylor Swift, there's some guy or girl that's like, she's terrible, I don't get it. For everyone that loves Donald Trump, there's someone that hates him. For everyone that loves a team, dude, I, there's a, someone that hates uh, Dude, you love you know the Yankees? For everyone that loves the Yankees, there's someone that hates the Yankees. So when I say The Rock, we've agreed many a times that The Rock is maybe the safest answer to who really hates The Rock? like the pizza it's like pizza and the rock can you really hate either one even bad pizzas pretty good yeah so even a stinker from the rock is pretty decent like who doesn't like Dwayne the rock johnson and i said to you earlier today we were saying jason kelsey between the podcast seeing with his beautiful wife and kids seeing him as a dad seeing him as a brother as a son to Donna Kelsey as a teammate as a as a pro as a guy bowler who just wants to play football as a, as doesn't a, care about his game day fit as a future hall of famer you're right not caring about the game day fit knowing that he's on the bottom of that pile of the brotherly <laughs> shove like everything about Jason Kelsey i got to ask the question do you know anyone that's like f jason kelsey he might be one of the most universally liked athletes on earth well, right like now. Rich said, think about it from today's perspective. In a world where everybody's quick to hate on everything, people will hate on everything if you give them the chance. Just check out social media if you don't believe me. In a world where, especially if you're getting a lot of exposure, oh, man, you're going to get it. People continue to love this guy because he's the every dude, guy. I, I said, uh, recently, I said something to someone recently about, uh, oh, did you see the new Dave Chappelle? Loved it. Hated it. I, really? There's people that hate Dave Chappelle. Sebastian Maniscalco. People love him. And then there's other people like, I don't get his, the whole, it. I don't get the whole oh, Italian shtick. I hate it. People are haters at the highest level now. I think it's really cool what Jason did, though, because it, it put him kind of out of a celebrity standpoint. He really went and put himself in with the fans. Like, it made him yeah. a person. So, like, for me, I'm over here like, Jason Kelsey for president. Like, you know? I like, saw he a just lot seems of like that. such a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Jason Kelsey was like, doing. You can watch my kid, for he, sure. He was doing shots of alcohol <laughs> out of a bowling ball, I think, right? In, <laughs> That's the, what in, it was? in the parking lot with <laughs> fans. Perfect then, guy to watch your kid. And then, you know. He's, yeah, but you trust him. But you know maybe, what? Maybe you don't trust him. He's a dad. Like, Honestly, he's a dad. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's, you know. Yeah, did you see what his daughter texted to his wife? Yes, yes. Like, oh, geez, dad's embarrassing me. Something along the lines of why his dad's like man boobs, man boobs yeah. on TV. <laughs> but, but you know what? That makes him even more relatable. Yeah. Embarrassed kid. So everything about Jason Kelsey, because through the podcast, let's be honest, through the popularity of his brother and Taylor, fans already knew who Jason was. But now he is on the the mainstream stage, and it's very hard to hate this guy who you're seeing is 
one of the most hard-nosed future Hall of Fame great players. And by the way, he's not changing anything that he did. Just more people are aware yeah, of it. Great guy. Yeah. Great dad. Great teammate. Is Jason Kelsey arguably the most likable athlete in sports right now? Because name every other star athlete, and there's going to be equal amount of hate. LeBron James, hate him. I love him. I hate him. I love him. Steph Curry, Patrick Mahomes, no Josh one Allen. No snowballs at him. Yeah. No, I, and he's there rooting for his brother, and people are wanting pictures, doing oh, shots with him. Think about how aggressive Eagles fans are. Eagles fans are even okay with this dude rocking Chiefs gear for his brother. That's a green flag, man. Yeah, and and Chiefs fans and Eagles fans even okay with him partying with opposing fans because they understand, like, they love that dude. They're like, no. For as much as he's rooting his brother on, we know where his loyalty lies. We know he's all about the Eagles. He just loves his brother, and we respect that. That's brotherly love. So even the Eagles fans, like, give him the pass on stuff like that where nobody else really would get that kind of pass. Even guys that, like, you loved – more than anyone, Derek Jeter. But think of how many people hated Derek. Of course. Think. I mean, I'll give you one that was close for a minute. You know why? Because he's refreshing in a world I, of like, in a world of superficialities. That's a word I made up, but it makes sense. Yeah. He's a guy that stands above it. He he has no time for the nonsense. He's just a guy's guy. He works hard. He plays hard, and it, it was fun to see him doing something human, which is rooting on his brother from a really genuine place. Dan Beyer, being that you're a big golf guy, until his scandalous uh, roaming weenie, uh, Tiger Woods was... That's what? Sure. Wasn't well, t- I mean, until he had some scandals, didn't, Tiger Woods was pretty universally loved, and then a lot of women were like, he's a dog. Like, there, there was greatness that, yeah. with him. I would actually even say Phil Mickelson in that conversation up until recently, that he was the yeah. one that everybody seemed to love in the golf world. There was some division if you were a Tiger guy or a Phil guy. But I'll give you a name, and, and maybe it's changed a little bit, especially after he was looking for a 64-point basketball, but I feel Giannis was loved by by everyone because the NBA was full of stars and stars moving everywhere. And here was a guy who, you know, did it for a small market team and led him to an NBA championship and didn't seem to get wrapped up in everything. I felt Giannis was kind of the guy. No one talking smack about it. And and you know what? I think he's still there. He's going to be on your top. He's in the top tier because Giannis, and you know, it's also truth is let's be real. He's a humble foreign player. And it doesn't seem like he has because what, what what do we talk about? Like American greed, right? All these guys they want money and fame and this. Giannis just seems like he wants to play basketball and win, but he's likable. Like you know who's kind of on that list? I don't hear people. Th- I know there's people that talk smack probably, but I don't see it a lot. I think for the most part he's universally loved. Target Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh, good good her, one. Her, her you know why? Because Shaquille O'Neal, after he played, you see Shaquille go to Walmart and Target, and I'm he'll buy he'll buy bicycles. Yeah, I'm buying grills. He, he's uh, I saw a clip where he was going around giving pizzas to families, and he's like, he's, he's like a big Santa Claus, right? He was going around giving pizzas to kids, and some woman's like, "Are you? Do you know Michael Jordan?" He's like, "I'm better than Michael." Like, Jordan. even if he annoys <laughs> you, you're like, "Yeah, but I love his commercials." Or so you know what I mean? Like, he's up there, man. Believe it or not, and it's few and far between. That's why you have to say. The Rock, like you really got to stretch it out because oh, people are, are so critical. Think it's because they are in your home when they come in on the TV and through commercials like that. Because even Jason Kelsey, his one where he's like, "Let me do your laundry for you, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, do my like, you know." It <laughs> no, there's a, there's a likability about those guys yeah. where it, it's not as polarizing, um, where people are gonna want to hate on them. People like Jason Kelsey, people like The Rock, people like Shaq. I can't think of many people that are in that category. I got someone I really like, and I don't know if it's because he's just really nice to us, but a lot of times when you run a team, all the other teams hate you. But can you argue that Mark Cuban's very respected, and a lot of even if you don't like the Mavericks, like you'd be like, yeah, but I like Mark Cuban. I don't know. I, I like Mark Cuban. I, like, so I it's think, tough, I but think, I don't think everybody likes Mark Cuban. No, right. I think he's gotten into it with uh, a few political heads. And that, that, that that's yeah. polarizing. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking. But I'm with you, though. And he does a lot of good. And I love him on Shark Tank. He's a good, you know, he's I love his a, business savviness. And he's like, I, the, he's still a regular guy in a lot of ways. Just to give you guys perspective, Mark Cuban's the type of guy that we've, we've dealt with him a few times and interviewed him a bunch. And. He's the type of guy that if you email him, he will email you back personally. Like, he, like personally. personally, he is a like a. a so you got to respect that, but I do think he warrants some hate 
I'm not mm. saying it's necessary, but because of things like Danny G referred to. Plus, you know, he's he's an outspoken owner, and I think he gets a lot of flack for that. Well, think sometimes. about think about everyone in the fight game, whether it's traditional fighting or nowadays where a lot of it's like are you a big name like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, maybe Mayweather? Uh, there's a Pacquiao is polarizing because of his religious views. Same with Tyson Fury. So even the biggest names in the fight game are, are always polarizing, love or hate. So we ask you: Is there anyone more generally liked than Jason Kelsey? He makes his very short list. We said Jason Kelsey. And by the way, the list is short because someone may seem to be that guy. I cracked but the then top three. Audit, but out of nowhere, we're like, no, we hate him now. No, DB, I got to right? give Dan by your credit. Those names come and go. Give Dan by your credit because Giannis, let's, let's try to crack the top three of Jason Kelsey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Giannis. I don't think anyone in the sports entertainment world. I think Shaq is on that list. Shaq, you know and I'd say Peyton Manning is in the top five. Ooh. Well, He's very yeah. likable. He's very likable. Right, well, you know, if you want, big head. If I you can wanna, see people like, eh, I'm kind of sick of him. If you, <laughs> no you one hates on him. If you want to add Peyton and Shaq and make it a top five, I think it's a hard it's a hard egg to crack. If you're going to tell me Peyton, Shaq, Giannis, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Jason Kelsey. Jason has put himself up there. He's always been, again, we got to make it clear, especially for Eagles fans. We know you guys love him. We know you've loved him for years. Football fans know what he brings to the table and know he hasn't changed anything, and he's been himself. He's been consistent. It's just now he's on a bigger stage because of the story. It's just the truth. You don't have to like it. And You know, I'll tell you what. It's just you, the truth. If you want to throw some female athletes in there, I think also polarizing because the names that you would think of are like like – like the U.S. women's soccer team, I think equal number of people hate them and like them. There's no question, right? Of course, you know, like yeah. I think there's more people that don't like them. There's probably and, you know, an equal then, amount. And then you know, women stars in the world of college and professional basketball, I think it's also a very like like Brittany Griner or Angel Reese. There's people that I don't think they're universally loved. So I think you're talking about a very short list, and Jason Kelsey is arguably on the top of that list in this moment. As far as likability, like, like, like when your mom and he calls you, the deal dude, with that with that it's shirtless growl. It's the mom test when your mom calls you and says like, "Don't you just love Jason Kelsey?" He, you like when moms are is, saying is it. Is he the better Kelsey? Because that's what everybody's saying, which is unfair to Travis. But is it? He's got that. I mean, you ladies' mean, man, smooth guy sort of approach. He's not as personable. He's the he's the humble, sweet, nicer brother of like. Travis, who's like more of like the ladies' man, more. He's but awesome. I always respect how Travis looks up to his big brother. You, you know, know why, you know why I, he I wears number uh, a lot. You know why he wears number eighty-seven? I do because of his brother. That was the year my brother was born and started. So sweet. All. You know, so I, I respect that about Travis, and I, I think that shows a lot of his character and and what his brother means to him. But again, the the questions posed is Jason the better Kelsey, and is he on that very short list of maybe one of the most likable guys on this planet right now? Change my mind. I think he's number one in this moment. In this moment? In this moment, you'd be hard to find someone that's a sports fan or not that would say, say, I don't like him. What do you not like? Hanging with fans, doing shots, picking up kids so they could see Taylor Swift, cheering on his brother, being a likable dad and husband on social media. Like Jason Jason Kelsey's got the world by the huevos right now. and, And he's not even trying. If he doesn't end up. I mean, and this is all if he wants to. Oh, and he was uh, one would... of the finalists for Sexiest Men Alive. Yeah, he was. That's right. So everybody's sort of loving the guy. There's networks right now that are probably thinking, we need to get this guy on our like roundtable show. No question about it. Who's more, no like, who's more likable, Jason Kelsey or Tony Dungy? There's no question that networks are hey, you guys, Do you guys want to hear from Jason Garrett or Jason Kelsey? If there's one person on earth that would say Jason Garrett, the only person is mom. Well, mom. Think, about, mom think about this. It. We went over all of our observations from division round. You had a big Chiefs win, but one of the biggest moments from that win, if you go to social media, <laughs> is Jason Kelsey. Holding up kids. Holding up kids and celebrating his brother. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids – Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. 
you know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Brand new giveaway, a swig. They're called Swiggies. Swiggies. The CNR stainless well. steel water bottle. In fact, you could play for one right now. You have five seconds to battle for your sports trivia life. Man. Oh. I got it. Yeah, I don't got it. I don't oh. got it. Your electronic devices down and pick your sports knowledge. It's CNR's last one standing. Last one standing. All right, have four categories ready to go if needed. A tiebreaker. Each contestant gets five seconds to stay alive in the round. If you run out of time or answer incorrectly, Lorena will escort you out with her famous buzzer. <laughs> Do you travel with your famous buzzer? I take it everywhere with me. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Does it it sign autographs? Uh, (laughs) Is it awkward when they take it out at airport security? (laughs) (laughs) If you you cut her off on the 405 freeway, that's what you hear. (laughs) We keep battling until you are the last one standing. If you win two of the rounds, you're the top dog. Here are the contestants. Two-time winner, Steve Covino. Let's go three times. Let's go. Go. Sitting to his right, two-time winner, Rich Davis. There you go. So wow. I'm telling you, it's hard to win championships. I've been saying it all day. And sure. the leader in the clubhouse, eight-time winner, Dan Byer. All right. Good to be here. Rigged. Wow, he's and better than Brady? Yeah. We're going to go to the studio lines to see who's going to play for a CNR stainless steel swiggy. All right, Byer, I'm going to use you for this. Do you want line one, three, or five? Let's go five. Line five. That's Corey in Ohio. What's up, Corey? Yo. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, man? What do you do in Ohio for a living? Oh, I am actually a document processor. I don't think anyone really knows what that means. I think it means you process documents. <laughs> <laughs> do I get a, a bonus point uh, for that? I, I, you get a swiggy. Yes, All right. yeah. yeah, and Corey, I hope you can uh, set the CNR stainless steel swiggy on your desk there. You got to win, though. Oh, uh, All right. Uh, by I the way, so. Spot is the fact checker during oh, yeah. this game, an important part. It's very stressful. When I say your name, the clock is going to begin. Here is the first category, Party City. You have five seconds to name a city that has hosted at least two NFL Super Bowls. Oh. 11 answers on the board. Co- Cove, we're going to start with you. Let's go to Miami, bro. Number yeah. one, 11. Yeah. Num- number one on the list. All right, Rich. Uh, That would be Arizona. Scottsdale Phoenix. Yeah, three. Buyer. 
sorry, Mike wasn't on. There you go. Uh, Los Angeles Rose Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Uh, eight. Third on the list there. Third on the list. Corey. New Orleans. Yep. Number two with yeah, 10. Nice. All right, Covino, back to you. I don't know. I'll just say New York. Throw it out there. No. Nope. No, just that one. Nope. Dang. <laughs> that weak-ass one we were there for yeah. the only one. That's the only one. Oh, man. All Maybe right. that's why it sucked. All right, Rich. Um, oh, Dallas had one. He just didn't have it. Uh, I'm going to go. Has Tampa had two yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Tampa had actually five. Yeah, yeah. Tampa. We've only been we, to one or two. They must have been back yeah. in the day. Okay. All right, Buyer. Uh, Houston. Houston, three. Yeah. Nice. Corey. Oh, God. Um, three, two, one. Carolina. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. All right, this is between Rich and Buyer. Rich. Because it's in a dome, maybe in Pontiac Silverdome up in Detroit? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. On. Nice guess. Buyer. Educated guess. Um, Atlanta. Yes, yeah. three. Eighth on the list. Back to you, Rich. Um, oh, man. Three, two. Minneapolis. Yeah, just oh, under the wire. Oh, you oh, stuck oh, in there. Yeah. Wow. Wait, when was, was the other, when was the other one other uh, than recent? Was there a long time Washington ago? Washington and Buffalo, Super Bowl 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Holy. All right, Buyer. San Diego. Nice. Yes. Son of a, a lot damn of people buyer. forget about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Back to Rich. Hmm. Three, two. Dallas? No. Yeah, no, they had the one. They had yeah, the one the in the one. snow with the hard like the Packers. Yes. Yes. I know. So well, you know what? It's funny you should say that because the one Super Bowl in Dallas, the Packers won. I think you missed yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. No, he said Atlanta. Oh, he said, yeah. Atlanta. He said Atlanta. San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. We would have yep. took that Son even of a God, though. I thought the wait, they did yeah. the one at Stanford well, in yeah. Santa Clara. Oh, you're Dolphins. counting Stanford. I was gonna yeah. say the Super Bowl yeah. fifty was in Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah, it was still Niners hosting it. Yeah, right. Uh, All right. Uh, Buyer good, gets good that category. Though. Yeah, that was a really good one. Thank you, Corey. Let's go. Impressed. All right. Second category is intentional moves. You have five seconds to name a player who's on the top 25 list of all-time NBA rebounders. Yes, rebounders. <laughs> <laughs> Core intentional moves. Get it? Corey, you're up first. Go. Uh, Kim Olajuwon. Yes, of course. 14 bundles. Yeah. Buyer. I'll go to Kareem. Yep. Third. Third, yeah. Rich. Who did our listener say? He said uh, Kim Olajuwon. No, uh, I'll go Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, sir. Yes, number 15. Top He's on 25 list. rebounders, right? Yes. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. yeah. 23rd. On the yeah. Dance. yeah, good one. Corey. Uh, Tim Duncan. Yep, number six. Buyer. Um, David Robinson. Robinson. I don't know. No, don't, no, don't, no. yeah. don't see him on the top 25. Sorry. Yeah. All right, Rich. Patrick Ewing? Justin, under the wire. Yeah. Okay. 25th. 20, yeah. 25 out of 25. Covino. Dwight Howard. Yes, number 10. Good guess. Corey. Uh, uh, Charles Barkley? Barkley, yeah, no. Uh, no oh, no, I sorry, 19th. 19th, yeah, good one, Corey. I saw Oakley by accident. All right, Rich. No, it's not Charles Oakley. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could steal that. Three, two, one. James Worthy? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. It's between Corey and Covino Cove. Dang. Uh, longevity reasons. LeBron. No. Really? Dang. Oh. We. Oh, that means Corey. Is the last one standing in that? Hey, round. Corey, congrats! Good but job, congrats, Corey. Man. Oakley was on the list. He could have stolen it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I enough. thought Oakley was a good answer. I wasn't going to be cheap. Stolen it. Hey, by uh, the way, did someone say not say Bill? Did Bill Russell? Bill Russell number two. No one said it. Oh, no one son of it. a gun! I wasn't saving it. It just dawned on me. I'm like, you got to start talking about people that have been around forever. That's why I went with LeBron. Right. Yeah, I thought right. he'd just be on there because. Did anybody say Mutombo? No, no. 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 Oh. Week. <laughs> I say it's a, the spotlight's right. on. It gets tricky. I know. All right, here we go. Third category with Buyer and Corey on the board. Balling on a discount. You have five seconds to name an MLB team who was bottom 15 in payroll last season. Bottom 15. 
Covino, we'll start with you. Let's get Oakland out of the way. Yep. Yeah, Bottom last. Last. Oof. Buyer. Pirates. Pirates, yep. Fourth from the bottom. Good one. Let's see. Uh, Rich. Rockies. Rockies, yep. 16. Corey. Uh, Indians. I'll, I'll accept that. Guardians. Yeah, you're on that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll take I'll it. Accept that. Racist. Racist. Okay. Racist. <laughs> Covino. Covino. Uh, let's do Seattle on that. They are? Yeah. yeah. All right. Rich. The Reds. Reds are on there, yeah. Buyer. Royals. Yes. Nice. Good battle there. Corey. Ray. Yep. Back to Covino. Twins. Twins are on there. Rich. The Tigers. Tigers are on there. <laughs> oh, buyer. Marlins? Marlins are on there. Man, oh, man. No one. misses. Corey. Oh, man. Um, Running out of Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are on yeah. there. Oh, this running, is good. Running out of cheapskates. Right? Covino. Someone say Colorado? Yeah. yeah. Man. Dude, I think you out. Uh, the Orioles. Yes. Oh. No. Saved himself. Oh. Rich. White Sox? Nope. Oh, <sighs> all right, I'm out. Buyer. Um, did somebody say the Reds? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Brewers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corey. Oh, I was just going to say the Brewers. Uh, Cardinals. No. 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 <clears throat> oh. I mean, is Co- Coval still alive? I'm in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Cove and Buyer. Right uh, the Savannah Bananas don't count, right? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> uh, let's go with the. I think there's one left. It's not the Blue Jays, but that's all he's coming to mind. Nope. Oh. I don't know. Three. Got me. Two. Ah, <clears throat> oh, that means Dan Buyer. You should have to get the last one. What yeah. is it? You want him to get yeah. the last yeah. one? All right, Buyer. Ah, uh, gosh. Otherwise, we'll push it. Yeah. Um,. I'm gonna push this one out. Yeah, we'll push it out. All right. Is AOS? <laughs> Go ahead, give it. Is the Nationals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh wow. All right. But you got all, almost all of them. That's <laughs> yeah, great. All right, quickly, we'll go to the fourth round. All right, let's do it, yeah. Let's have fun with it. Big, big time tutties. Mm. You have five seconds to name a player oh, who's boy. on the NFL's top 25 list of all-time receiving touchdowns. All right, Corey, you're up first. Go. Uh, Jerry Wright. Yep, number one. Buyer. T.O. T.O. number three. Rich. Catch a beat running like Randy Moss. Number two. Yeah, Covino. Uh, just watch straight up wideouts? Yeah. yeah. Um, Receiving touchdowns. Irving. So. Irving. Yeah. Irving? Yeah. Irving. Irvin. Irvin. Uh, Michael Irvin. Michael Sorry. Irvin. Uh, oh, he's had a G. He's out. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> out. Sorry, that doesn't count. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Not on the list. Really? Oh. Ah, should have went. Yeah, someone else. Who I'm thinking. All right, Corey. Uh, um. Oh. Three. Oh, I'm choking. Two. Who? You I got, said I'm choking. Damn it. Uh, yeah, oh, know. out of there. Okay. <clears throat> Between Byer and Rich right now, Byer. Uh, Marvin Harrison. Yep, number five. Rich. Tim Brown. Tim Brown, number yeah. nine. Yeah. Back to Byer. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez, number eight. Back to Rich. Three, two, one. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Oh, Dan Byer walks off with ah, the win. Boy. Uh, who did he miss? I wrote, Johnson on that list. I wrote down Chris uh, Carter's got to be on Chris this Chris Carter was number four. Oh, yeah. Yes, does. sir. What did you say, Byer? Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, let's see. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. No, I see Jimmy Graham. I see Gronk. Was Steve Largent on that list? Yes. Largent, yes. Largent, Devontae Adams. I failed. What was I thinking? Larry Fitzgerald. Lance Allworth. Andre Ryzen. DB, I think you would have outlasted me. But I, 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 I gave it to him. I, I would have said Calvin Johnson next, so I kind of I mean, feel like Gronk. it would have been a push. No one said Gronk, right? But yeah. Is Gronk on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Gronk is on there. I, Damn. All right, yeah. Buyer gets the W. Like, and uh, Corey, sorry you didn't walk away with a prize there, but we give you a pat on the back. Bragging yeah. rights. No, that's okay. You, you played tough, own. man. No, you held yeah. your own. That was great. Yeah, you played a good game. 
All right, let's go to DB for an update. Dan, tell me, uh, Debo Samuel's going to play. Yeah, he no. doesn't have a fracture in his shoulder. That's uh, one thing that Kyle Shanahan did say today. Okay. But his status for the game against the Lions on Sunday, still up in the air. ESPN had quoted sources earlier today is calling Samuel as a 50-50 shot. All Shanahan would say is that they would know more in practice starting on Wednesday. Yeah, we need a Mr. Miyagi type situation. Yeah, there, there may be a... Back there. Jones, uh, it hot. It's going to be really tough <laughs> to keep him... Even if you just have him on the field. Yeah, just to, and, yeah. As a decoy, almost. You yeah. need. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.